Hello everyone, this is Benchwarmers Club. Uh, one of the most popular episodes I ever did of this show was when I was talking about Axis and Allies, I was talking about Risk, and I was talking about American Revolution uh, 1775, I believe, Rebellion. Hope I have that name right. So, I've tried, I give a lot of board game reviews. But I tend sometimes to want to talk about more than one game in an episode because that's just how my mind works. So today's going to be less of a review of two games and more of a overall look. So the first game we're going to look at here is Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan was made in 1995 in Germany. I'm not sure when exactly the game made its way to North America or was translated, but... By about 2008, it hit its breaking point where it became a very, very popular game, at least among a lot of board gaming masses. I started playing the game in around 2007-2008 as well when I was in grade 6. It was something our teacher brought in. And really, I credit that game and I credit Risk into making me the board gamer I am today. Without both of those games, I probably would have never gotten into the hobby or even had enough passion to continuously buy games no one's ever going to play with me. So, Catan holds a special place in my heart. But, I find Catan is a very odd game in terms of people's opinions on it. So, Catan for a lot of people, including me, was what got people into the hobby. Some people refer to it as a kind of like an entry game. I absolutely despise the term entry game because I feel like if you just want to play Catan, you never have to go any. And I don't even think other board games are really deeper than Catan, but they're definitely more detailed. But Catan on its own, if that's all you want to play, that is entirely fine. Especially with expansions, the game can be it's entirely what you want it to be. I find, though, when it comes to Catan, it's almost today being treated like Monopoly. So, for for example, I was in a board game store once, and uh, this guy was trying to buy Monopoly. And the lady working there was putting a rant about how she thinks Monopoly is a bad game, and how it you need to how like people need to try and branch out and play other games. Truthfully, I didn't really care. But I was sort of like, this does sort of represent how a lot of people in board gaming feel about Monopoly. And what I find hilarious, and by the way, I hate Monopoly, but truth be told, I think it's a fine game. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It does what it's intended to do, and it's obviously probably the most popular game in the entire world. At least in my opinion, I don't think a game's more popular. Well, granted, just look on any gaming console and they'll charge you $50 for it. Why I connect Monopoly to this, though, is Catan was kind of that alternative, alternate game to play besides Monopoly. So, and I've read a lot of this online as well. A lot of people branched out from Monopoly or Parker Brother games. We'll just call them Parker Brother games. Like Clue... I'm not sure if Risk is Parker Brothers. I feel like it is, though. If it's Or maybe it's Hasbro. doesn't matter. The Parker Brothers sort of Hasbro games. Catan is kind of usually the first step people took outside of that comfort zone. Which is a good thing. 
I think that's fine. And if you just want to play Parker Brothers and Hasbro games the rest of your life, that's fine too. But for people who want to get more into the hobby, as I've repeated multiple times already, that was the jumping point. And Monopoly, a lot of people will never give it credit for anything, sort of like how Risk nowadays gets slammed and doesn't get credit for anything. Monopoly is the reason why board gaming kind of became huge. It became so accessible. It got so many people to try the hobby out and then branch out to different games they wanted to create. But that's okay. No one cares about Monopoly. Catan is getting the Monopoly treatment. More and more I see online and I see in kind of circles and blogs, a lot of people trying to downplay Catan and are trying to call it a normie game. For example, on a lot of lists, people make lists saying what you should replace Catan with. Or there was a video I was watching that was called Games That Kill Other Games, and I'll get to the game that people claim killed Catan, but I completely disagree with this. And also, the general gaming community tends to just, as I said earlier, just see it as an entirely normie game with really not much to offer. The sad part is, I don't necessarily disagree with the fact that it is simple, which is a common complaint about the game, and how it's become so accessible, and a lot of people, I guess, also kind of see it like Green Day, a sellout game. They think Catan sold out, because they've gone to all the apps, there's so much merchandise, it's so popular. Catan's probably, if I had to make a guess, outside of Parker Brother Hasbro games, top five popular game in the world still. COVID-19 and the pandemic actually made people and a lot of families come together more. And Catan rose in popularity again during the pandemic. Which I think kind of was the next step to Catan becoming a considered a normie game. My review of Catan though is... I think the absolute beauty of Catan is its simplicity. Something that's often criticized I think makes the game really special... There's strategy, but you can lean back and not care. It is a game where you can put every inch of your brain into it, and you will still lose to a 10-year-old who has no strategy, who keeps getting 6s and 8s and 9s on their resources and just destroys you. Or you can lean back and not care at all and find a way to just sweep everybody. So putting your brain into the game sometimes doesn't even matter. Trading and favoritism with the robber can really make games interesting, but if someone hates you enough to keep putting the robber on you, whatever. I usually get targeted with the robber, so maybe I'm just salty. Which I find funny, some families refuse to play with a robber, which is hilarious, but... That's a different argument entirely on, I guess, participation culture versus winning. Whatever. I guess my biggest thing I don't like about Catan is, for one, sometimes it feels like my decisions mean absolutely nothing. For example, if you're playing, let's say, a four-player game, or even, even worse, you play a six-player game, and you have nowhere to build because everyone else is around you, your only choice now is to build on a desert and a two. 
you don't really have another choice unless you just want to trade, but then it's going to be a six-hour game. Another thing as well is when it comes to your choices, you can have a set strategy and things just won't fall your way. Like you might just need or the whole game and it's on an eight and you don't get or even though you've situated yourself and your whole strategy to build lots of cities. That does create adaptability, but it also kind of is just a slap in the face to your careful planning. And people have made a lot of Catan variants, which I don't care. Whatever. And to me, the luck is a part of the game. And this is just a very minor nitpick here, might I add. I am not giving this a real criticism. I'm just saying they're little things that annoy me personally. Again, I'm in the wargaming community. So, like, when it comes to wargaming, if you have a set path, usually you're losing because your opponent outsmarted you. And Catan, you usually sometimes lose, even if you're the far superior player, which I'm usually not, but I'm saying I've seen it often. You just don't get the rolls you need. And that just never happens. And you don't feel like you're getting outplayed, the game's just outplaying you. But again, that's maybe a part of the beauty of it. The thing I hate, though, is there's no combat. The knights are just symbolic, and they chase the robber off your lands, but I think it's dumb. I wish there was a military element to the game, but the game obviously was more geared towards children. So they probably didn't want too much combat in it. And the robber's a fair, I guess, kind of equivalent I just thought it'd be so cool. Like, I made it as a kid, my own homebrew game called Settlers of Riskan, which you could put risk pieces on the board to try to invade other people's cities and towns, and it made it more like Age of Empires, which I find funny. A lot of people who like Age of Empires tend to love Catan. So I guess my overall review of Catan is, I don't understand the hate it gets today and why elitism has kind of tried to shove this game down into a category like Monopoly when it really isn't and also people who try to slander Monopoly I get it you hate the game it's popular the people who made Monopoly don't care because they're living in thousand dollar yacht no hundred thousand dollar yachts so they don't care the people who produce it still make a lot of money and if I do Google right now I'm sure Monopoly is one of the highest selling board games yearly it's to the point there's an Alora Monopoly. Now, I don't like to say where I live all the time, but Alora is a town near mine. I don't even know if you can call it a town. There's like an Aloraopoly. Or maybe it's Fergusopoly, one or the other. Who cares? It's one or the other. That's ridiculous. Monopoly's just too big to be stopped. And, you, again, you can slander it and hate Monopoly all you want, but it's a fine game. It's Okay. It's not the worst thing ever created. Kind of like how the wargaming community says Risk is dumb. Risk is a fine game. It's just not as fun as other good games. But without Risk, a lot of us would have never gotten into wargaming. Now, the game a lot of people say killed Catan is Stone Age. And I had the pleasure of playing Stone Age with a friend of the show, Derek. I think he's okay with me saying his name. That's all I'll say. Derek brought Stone Age over it. I gotta say, I was pretty blown away by how good it actually was. He always hyped it up, and it's a very fundamentally sound game. 
I actually like resource. How do I put it? Getting resources in that game is way better, in my opinion, than Catan. Because in Catan, it's just the luck of the dice. Stone Age has luck of the dice too, but you could influence things more in your favor by putting more, let's say, people, meeples, into the area to get the resource. So in Catan, you need a six to get a wood. In Stone Age, you can put villagers to go gather wood, but you might want to invest more if you want a chance to get more wood. But you can also still get nothing. But then more so, it's just, ah, oh, darn, I had the right idea, just didn't work out. Where in Catan, you're sometimes saying that every two darn minutes. At least in Stone Age, it actually feels like I had to take that gamble and I did what I could. In Catan, it just feels like you're at the complete mercy of the dice. Stone Age also, I really like the village concept. How there's a village in Stone Age where you can get more meeples or you can get more food to feed your villagers or you can get more I think the last option is uh you can get tools I think that's the third one basically I'm, I'm going off two games memory here but what I really love about that is it creates big decisions that you never really get in Catan because you just got to do what you get and maybe Stone Age isn't as good as a game as Catan when it comes to adaptability which I would agree with but Catan has unreasonable adaptability. Stone Age, you need to adapt by how your opponent's playing. Not because of what dice tell you to do. I don't know. Maybe this is all just a control thing. I don't like that I'm at the mercy of a dice when I play Catan. Maybe it's just all psychological. Either way, though, like Stone Age is a fantastic game, and I'd recommend trying it. I should probably buy a copy. But the only problem with buying a copy is it's kind of expensive, and I don't think my friend group would have interest in playing it because they're still tied to Catan. For some reason, I don't know why. But, yeah, I do think Stone Age is a superior game to Catan, per se, if you put both side by side. But what I disagree with is that Stone Age kills Catan, because although Stone Age is clearly very, very influenced by it, as it came out in 2008... And has a lot of similar kind of resources and mechanisms. The game is so different to the point where I don't think you can really compare them. Instead of saying Stone Age kills Catan. Which for one is a dumb statement. Because as good as the game is more people play Catan than Stone Age. And number two the fact remains the mechanisms are so different. And the skill gap is so different. And what you need to do is so different. I would say it's more of a complimentary game to Catan. I would say that you should play Stone Age and you should play Catan if you like those style of games. One doesn't have to take the other out. Again, I just so everyone's clear, I do think Stone Age is a better game conceptually. And I think it's a more fun game. From the two games I played, I had more fun playing that. But it could also be just because it was new to me. But it seems there's so many more decisions, so many more things to try to figure out. Where in Catan, you take what you're given and do with what you got. I don't know. Maybe that's just my greedy philosophy. But I see why Catan is so popular. And I just don't understand its hate. That was basically the purpose of this episode. Was my venting. 
I guess, too, I'll talk about Monopoly for a sec. Monopoly is worse than both these games, but I think a good Monopoly game with friends... Well, anything's good with friends, I guess. But a good Monopoly game with friends and also people who try to play the game a little more quickly can be an absolute blast. Like, I have very good memories of playing that game. It's just, sometimes it's just so darn boring. Just going around the board getting deeds, it can be boring. So, if I'm going to give final reviews, I'm going to give Stone Age a B as a rating. And I'm going to give Catan a B-. That's basically the two ratings I'm giving here. And if I ever do get Stone Age and I purchase it, I would do a bigger full review. But I'm hoping my next board game episode is actually going to be me starting my top 10 favorite games of all time. That's the hope. Not sure it'll happen, but that's the idea. I have some really good entries. A few games I've already reviewed. You all probably know what number one is. I talk about it a lot, but... The other big review I really want to do, but I need the group to do it, is a Scythe review. I think Scythe is a brilliant game. But I really want my Scythe group to kind of go over it with me. I think that'd be more insightful than just me rambling about its brilliance. Anyways, I've gone a little long. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, God bless, praise Christ. Mm-hmm.